0: The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products.
1: And welcome, everyone. My name is Nick Hershey. I'm the president of The Mortgage Calculator. We are a correspondent lender that specializes in non-QM loans, as well as all the regular loan types. Uh, So today, as we do every day, we're going to go over some live mortgage rate examples. And then we'll have Jose Gonzalez, our sales manager with 28 years of experience, go over a specific topic today that is going to be our I-10 loans. Definitely a popular topic as more borrowers become eligible into this category and more programs allow more borrowers to become eligible in this category, especially as investors are looking for alternatives. So a lot of aggressive programs now positioned towards the I-10 borrower. So we'll check that out here in a second. But first, let me go to our Live Pricer and we'll check out rates for today. So let me switch my screen. And we'll pull it up. So this is our pricing tool for our team of mortgage professionals. This will show us the general rates for today. It is October 31st, Halloween. And this will show us the general rates and APR for all of our general programs since it is after 11 a.m. Eastern all of our main programs have live rates issued. Now, if you'd like a full loan estimate that breaks down all of the itemized fees that go into the APR, please get with one of our team members. We have over 400 licensed loan officers in 24 states for primary homes, and we can do our DSCR business purpose loans in 44 states. For our demos, as we do every day, we'll set up a scenario that will allow us to compare the APR across the programs. So we'll set up a loan amount of 400,000, We'll set an LTV of 80% loan, 20% down payment. We're going to tell the computer to find the absolute lowest rate we can offer at the moment, since most people want to see that option. And we'll compare our conforming conventional programs first, and we'll check out our FHA options. Then we'll go into our expanded guidelines, which is where we specialize, where we offer over 5,000 additional non-QM programs here using alternative income. We also offer VA and USDA. VA is only for our eligible vets and active service members. If you are eligible, just let us know. We'll quote it, no problem. And USDA is only for eligible properties. If you do happen to be looking at one of those, just let us know. We'll start with conforming conventional. We'll do a purchase, 30-year fixed standard loan, primary occupancy, single-family home, one unit, state of Florida, county of Miami-Dade. And for all the demos, we use an estimated credit score of 760 and an estimated debt-to-income ratio here of 40%. So with these same settings we do every morning, let's check out the conventional options. That's about the same as it was yesterday. Best option here at the top, 7.34, uh, 374 rate, 2.25 discount points and costs, Put the final APR at 7.582. So not much change there. We do have some big announcements coming this week. Hopefully we see some downward movement. We will see there. Now, if for any reason our customer doesn't qualify for conventional, usually the next option we want to look at is FHA. So we'll set up the same exact scenario, and this time we'll compare FHA. Everything will be exactly the same. However, FHA does allow a little more leniency on credit issues, as well as a much higher debt to income ratio we can utilize, but we'll keep everything exactly the same so we can compare apples to apples here across the programs. So it looks like the best option here at the top, pretty much the same as it was yesterday, 6.625 rate, 2.375 discount points and costs. Put the final APR at 7.264. So in this case, if our customer qualifies for both programs, FHA is actually a little bit cheaper. So customers that do qualify for both, definitely don't forget to check out the FHA options. And our customers that must use FHA, definitely some welcome changes. This APR does include uh, the upfront and yearly mortgage insurance. That's why you always want to use this APR to compare apples to apples across the programs. But you see here, the conventional is a touch higher in this case for customers that qualify for both and our customer that must use FHA. Definitely some good changes there. Now where we love to specialize is if our customer unfortunately doesn't qualify for either program, many other banks or lenders have to deny that customer. But that's where we love to go through our 5,000 additional options under expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. So for the final demo, we'll keep everything the same, except this time we've chosen expanded guidelines, which pops up a new option for us to change the income. So full doc is what we use for conventional and FHA. That's two years of tax returns. So if our customer doesn't qualify using two years of tax returns, most likely we'll use one of these alternatives. We have asset-related programs. We have a show on that the other week. Business bank statement programs. Our investor programs are just for investment properties, so we'll talk about that shortly. Personal bank statement, 12-month, is the most popular program by far. We have RSU, stated income, DOE, 10 to 9, PNL, no income CDFI, all of those different options. Check out some of our other episodes for those topics. For our live demo, we always choose 12-month personal bank statement. And that's for our self-employed borrowers. Many times it's our self-employed borrowers when they submit two years of tax returns have various write-offs and may not qualify at all or just may not quite get enough income to get that home they really want. Either way, we will solve that problem. No tax returns at all, just their last 12 bank statements to determine a debt-to-income ratio of 40% in this example using just their cash in the bank. No tax returns at all. So many times our self-employed borrowers can qualify for a double or more income using this method and can therefore get that home they really want. So let's check out the non-QM solutions here. And again, these first two options pop up are not feasible. So we'll go to the first one that is definitely an option here. So first bank statement option, 8% rate, 2.5 discount points and cost. puts our final APR at 8.117. So remember conventional that was just over 7.5 final APR. Here we have a bank statement option, just over eight on the APR. So uh, great options when our uh, bank statement option uh, can possibly be, uh, we can't quote this right now, but it might be able to beat it. Uh, but this option definitely is close and a great alternative for our customers that must use it. Now there's a ton of different variations of bank statement and non-QM programs. So if you scroll down here, you see we have dozens of different variations, if not hundreds of different options. Some of these at higher rates and costs may allow other issues, such as bankruptcies, foreclosures, may allow us to use slightly different ways to calculate that bank statement income. So please get with our team to find which of these hundreds of options works best. And now let's go back to the pricer. For our final couple demos, we always do investment properties. So whether you're a first-time investor or seasoned investor, we love to have some options for you. We'll set up the same scenario, 80% loan, 20% down payment, and we'll look at the lowest possible rate we can get on an investment property here, and we'll compare our conforming conventional examples to our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. Remember, government programs do not work at all for investments, no FHA, VA, or USDA, so we'll just compare these two here, starting with conforming conventional. Everything else will stay exactly the same. The only thing we've edited here is the occupancy. So we can see the adjustments the conventional programs have for investments. And now as usual, I have to explain this option, but it's a great option. So portfolio means this actually isn't a true conventional option. This isn't a Fannie or Freddie option. This is a portfolio option from one of our partners. That can actually beat the conventional because it doesn't have the loan level price adjustments. So you see, this program today is offering 7.75 rate, 3.25 discount points in costs, but the final APR 7.992. So a great option for our customers that want to still utilize a conventional program. The first true conventional option here will be this first Freddie Mac option, 7.875, 3.5 discount points and costs, puts so the final APR 8.125. So you see with the loan level price adjustments here, conventional is a little bit spendy. So definitely recommend our customers uh, that can take advantage of a full doc program, uh, definitely try the portfolio option as conventional is a little bit spendy. And as you see, some of these other options get quite expensive on the cost. So I would either take advantage of the portfolio option or obviously present our final option here, which will be our non-QM investment properties. So for the final demo, we will choose investment property, expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. And the first thing we must select is our income verification. The most popular option for an investment property is going to be the DDR option, it stands for debt service coverage ratio. So because it doesn't require any income or employment, we simply use the estimated rental income to calculate that debt service coverage ratio. If the rents can cover the PITIA of the mortgage, the expenses, aka the property cash flows, that's a ratio of 1.0 or higher. We have options for under 1.0 where the property may not quite cash flow, but for the demo, we always put 1.5, which is the highest amount, so we can see all the options. And finally, we must select a prepayment penalty, which is standard. Three years is standard on these programs. That's what we'll use for the demo. We can select zero. That will limit what shows up and cost more. We can also select five, that will again limit what shows up, but does save our borrowers some money for those programs that do offer it. Three years is standard, so that's what we'll use for the demo here. So let's check out the DSCR options. All right, top one went down a touch from yesterday, that's awesome, so now we're beating conventional by even more. So the first DSCR option, 7.75 rate, 3.5 discount points and cost, puts the final pair at 7.9. Uh, which beats the true conventional option by quite a bit, and actually beats the portfolio option as well. So, uh, DSCR, I'd say, 100% of investors when they see a DSCR option like this, that will actually beat conventional and any full doc option, will take this, even when the DSCR options cost significantly more. Many of our investors, probably over 80, 90%, will take a DSCR option for the flexibility. You can do one, two, five, ten loans, no employment, no income involved, and refinance multiple properties to buy multiple properties with no employment or income documentation. So great options here. Even this second option actually beats out conventional by a touch at an 8.128 APR, I believe. So great options for DSCR at the moment. Investors are definitely hungry here. And if we scroll down, some of these other DSCR options may allow bankruptcies foreclosures like the other issues, may allow us to use different income calculations such as short-term rental income. And as always, We'll segue into our topic for today. Some of these options at a little bit higher rates and costs may allow borrowers such as an I-10 borrower. So let me change my screen and we'll get into today's topic, which is going to be loans for our I-10 borrowers. So a very confusing topic here. We've done this a couple times over the last few months. But I-10 is a particular status for basically someone that doesn't have a full status here. There could be various reasons why they don't, but there is a large group of borrowers that fall into this category. And as our programs are expanded, more and more borrowers are becoming eligible that do have an I-10, but maybe not have a full citizenship and may not be eligible for your traditional conventional programs. Now, there are exceptions to this for I-10 borrowers that may be eligible for your traditional stuff. I believe Jose is going to focus on your non-traditional I-10, uh, which would typically be someone who maybe visa expired and doesn't have a current visa status. So we're not talking about uh, borrowers that are eligible, like a DACA or something like that, some sort of exception. We're going to be probably talking about our true I-10 borrowers who would otherwise not qualify for a program, right? So Jose... I introduce that a little bit generally because I don't know what exact options you have, but can we go ahead and introduce these options here for our I ten? I guess first, make sure you define the I ten and what it is and what it isn't, and then let's go into it. Awesome. Uh,
0: yeah, ITIN really, I ten really—I wouldn't say normally, but many times—is used for for national borrowers. The only similarity between the foreign national borrower and the ITIN borrower is that they do not have legal status in the US as far as a non-permanent resident alien work permit, and they don't have a permanent residency card, and they obviously don't have their citizenship. But where they differ from the foreign national borrower is that the ITIN borrower is living permanently inside the U.S. and the ITIN borrower is deriving their income or applicable also from the U.S. Foreign national borrowers can never have any U.S. income counted towards their qualification for the loan. As you know, foreign national borrowers sometimes have fees that's, that are generating some type of business activity and income in the United States. However, that income would never be used to qualify them for the loan if they are a true foreign national borrower not living in the U.S. ITIM borrower is living in the U.S. The ITM borrower is paying taxes in the U.S. And the ITM borrower also needs to have US, U.S.-based credit whereas the foreign national borrower does not have to have any U.S.-based credit. However, if the foreign national borrower does have U.S.-based credit, then there are minimum credit score and trade line requirements according to whichever guidelines you may be using for your loan submission. So keep that in mind. So, very easy to confuse the two, but the iTIN borrower is a US based borrower working here with US based credit. Now, what I have for you here today is uh, some purchase options at different income types uh, so that you can see all the different options that there are for our iTIN borrowers. I will state that the money right now is suing DSER borrowers and ITIN borrowers. Hence, we have uh, many more options that keep entering the ITIN realm. ITIN was very difficult type loan to place a couple years ago, but right now it is very easy to place these loans. Our Our maximum LTV that we have is 85%, which is amazing. And here for, we're gonna go first for our full doc, one unit, 85% max LTV. So remember this is US-based income only and US-based credit is required. Now, it's very important for you to review the guidelines required regarding what documentation the borrower will need to provide because it does vary from conduit to conduit. One of the main stumbling blocks that we've had previously was the requirement for a valid, unexpired U.S. government-issued Identification Now, U.S. government could be state government or could be federal government, but they, they used to require an unexpired ID, usually driver's license or identification card. Well, many of the conduits have eliminated that very difficult requirement. So keep an eye out for that. When you are structuring your loans, so here at our 85% LTV, you're looking at 10.999 as our lowest cost option, and you can buy that down to 10.375. And this is 85% one unit full dock. And great news for our house hackers out there as long as you stay full dock. Two to four unit is also 85% without any adjustment to the cost of the rate. So 10.999, still your lowest cost option, and 10.375, lowest rate option. So now we're going to twist it around a little bit. Great news again for you all to note here that we do have a primary one-unit bank statement I ten option. Wow, that's quite a mouthful. At an 85% LTV. Again, 10.999. There's a little bit of an add-on, a quarter-point add-on at the lower rate. And you can buy that down to 10.25%. And again, 85%. Bank statement primary one units. So actually, let's do our bank statement option first. So we do have a primary purchase two to four unit bank statement option. However, due to the two to four unit, Requirement here: our LTV does drop to eighty percent, but so do the rates. Drop so nine point eight seven five is our lowest cost option. Nine point three seven five lowest rate option. And now we have a and L I ten primary purchase for a one unit. Eighty percent is the maximum LTV. For this PL option, eleven point six two four is our lowest cost option at par, and you can buy that down all the way to eleven point two. Excuse me, nine point two four nine at a cost of three points. So, nine point two four nine is our lowest rate option for our PNL option. So now we have some investment. Options here, which uh, investment was a big obstacle in the not so distant past for our item borrowers, but now we do have investment options. Here, 75% LTV is our max LTV, 11.124% is our lowest cost option, and you can buy that down all the way to point nine 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 for our one unit full doc investment property. So now bank statements same LTV pretty amazing eleven point four nine nine lowest cost option and nine point one two five lowest rate option for our 75% one-unit bank statement ITIN investment option. And here, last but not least, our ITIN p and investment purchase for a one-unit 75% LTV. And we do have 11.624 is our lowest cost option. And we can buy that down to 9.374%. Now, I will state I've seen coming through the the, the news feeds there of a DSCR option for I ten. So, I believe that option may be available. I will try to have some for the next show when we do I ten for you. That is really new development. So we will search for that one and see if we can provide some BSER i examples, which would be a real mind blower. All
1: right. Thank you, Jose. <clears throat> Don't see any questions. If anybody has any questions, please drop them real quick before we wrap it up. But great options for I-10s. Remember, these are borrowers typically who never had a status in the U.S. but still pay U.S. taxes or maybe expire their status in the U.S. and pay U.S. taxes. Remember, if your borrower has status and pays U.S. taxes, they are typically eligible for conventional, which is not what we're talking about here, right? These are non-QM for your non eligible essentially, I-10 borrowers, right? And they're not foreign nationals, as Jose went over. Foreign national does not have U.S. credit and does not have income in the U.S. So very specific set of borrowers, but more programs coming out every single day. So I don't see any questions. So thank you, Jose. We'll go ahead and wrap this up. We do the show every morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, go over the live rates, and then go into a deep dive topic. Today, that was I-10 Loans. Tomorrow, we'll have a new topic. So we'll see everybody tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. Everybody have a great Halloween and a good evening and stay safe. Thank you. Thank you, everybody.
0: Apply now at mortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.